everybody to TBJ Sports Talk. I am your host Thomas Bayer alongside Bobby Ellis and Julian Andriola. We welcome you to our Western New York studios. It is a beautiful afternoon, March 18th, 2020. And I'll tell you, since Monday, a lot of news has happened, so let's get right to it. Starting off, uh, since Monday, wide receiver Amari Cooper signs a five-year, $100 million deal with the Cowboys, so he will be paid $20 million a year, staying with America's team, him and Dak Prescott, back together. So looking forward to seeing what they can do together. Maybe they'll have another explosive year on offense, and maybe they'll figure their, themselves out. Yeah, uh, it's pretty interesting to look at, especially with the new head coach. Um, obviously, you know, we talked about it a lot last, like at Nozzle, uh, you know, last episode about how, you know, we couldn't tell if it was Dak or if it was, you know, Jason Garrett's play calling. So it's a pretty interesting thing to look at, bringing back a pretty important weapon in their offense. Uh, next up, we have the Buffalo Bills acquiring wide receiver Stefan Diggs from the Vikings for four draft picks. Uh, you know, I've seen a lot on Twitter talking about how this might be a little bit too expensive for a wide receiver like Diggs, like a guy who wanted out of Minnesota. But uh, I think it's a good pickup for the Bills. Uh, you know, uh, they needed a number one wide receiver. Uh, that's one big thing that they've been lacking uh, on offense is uh, just, you know, a, a leader in that room. Obviously, you know, a pretty good season from John Brown and uh, Cole Beasley. But, um, you know, they just need that one guy that's going to go out and make plays. And I think this is a good uh, acquisition. Uh, excuse me, acquisition for the Buffalo Bills. Another thing to touch on that Diggs uh, trade is one thing that a lot of people are comparing it to is the DeAndre Hopkins trade, and that's just kind of unfair because not a lot of people, not a lot of GMs are that stupid to give up a player like that for so little. So I feel like it was a fair trade for Diggs. Next up in the news, we have quarterback Marcus Mariota agrees to a deal with the Raiders. Maybe it's for a backup. Maybe it's to give Derek Carr some competition. Who knows? We'll see. Moving on, uh, Miami Dolphins making a lot of moves uh, this offseason. A, a few surprising moves, starting with this one. Byron Jones uh, making him the highest-paid NFL cornerback. Five years, $82.5 million, $57 million guaranteed, and he will be paid $40 million in his first two years. I mean, yeah, that's just that's insane. You know, for a lot of money. For a guy like uh, Byron Jones, who really you don't even see as a, I mean maybe as a lockdown core. Obviously he's going to be the number one guy on your team, but you know he's not a ball hawk like a lot of these other, uh, a lot of these other lockdown guys are. So it's a lot of money for one player. And I see this a lot from them, like shelling out really big money deals for you know, not necessarily bad players. It's just you know. Guys that maybe aren't deserving just yet, like the Shaq Lawson deal. Obviously, loved him in Buffalo, but the money that he like got from Miami, I would never dream of paying that guy. So, you know, a lot of deals from the Miami Dolphins. Obviously, trying to get that defense right, which they needed. Um, but you know, I I don't see, I don't really see it working out in the long run. Really, what do you got to do to win games in this league? And we've seen it from the Buffalo Bills is you got to draft and sign your own because that's what's been working. I mean, that's how you uh, build a culture, and that's how you've seen it from the Buffalo Bills and the New England Patriots. Like, that's how you, you're going to win a uh, football game in the NFL. You know, 
a lot of star-studded players on that team, but I don't really see it working out for them in the in the distant future. I'm going to give a lot of credit to one guy who I don't think is being talked about enough with these Dolphins signings, and that's Brian Flores, the head coach. Last year he had, I mean, week one they got <laughs> obliterated by the Ravens, and we were like, oh my God, this is going to be the worst team we have ever seen, ever. And they ended up winning, what, four or five games with five nothing? Games. Five yeah. games with nothing, and Brian Flores got them to buy in. He said, let's just go out and play. Let's go work hard. So he's built trying to build a culture he's off the belichick tree so credit to him and it looks like people want to go there which is which is good to see another thing about that byron jones deal i know me as an eagles guy i thought i had him i had him going to the eagles in our little prediction but looking at this deal after and kind of reflecting on it i'm kind of happy that the eagles didn't sign byron jones because after uh looking at byron jones and looking at the market there's a lot of guys that are kind of comparable like, say, Logan Ryan, for instance. He's pretty comparable to Byron Jones, but he won't go for nearly as much money as he does. And I know the Eagles in the past have had some problems with signing guys to massive contracts. For example, another Byron is uh, Byron Maxwell, and he was just a complete bust, and it just takes a really big hit on the cap. So kind of happy we didn't do that. Yeah, and, I mean, there's a lot of different cornerbacks, I think, in the NFL right now that are capable, like Desmond Trufant, who just got released, obviously Chris Harris, who just signed with the Chargers, but, uh, you know, I feel like selling out a lot of money to a guy who really isn't, in my opinion, worthy of reshaping the market like that, I really think it would probably, it's, and it's going to happen, it's going to be Trey White on his uh, on his new deal that he's going to probably get next year, uh, along with Matt Milano and the Buffalo defense, but, you know, it, it just seems like a, a cornerback like that, you really don't expect him to get the money like he did and especially go into a pretty bad team like that like is he chasing money or does he actually want to go there and try to you know build something new you know and that's just something that I was thinking like as soon as I saw the deal I was like there's no way that this is about you know going to a new team and trying to win I was like he was looking for cash and obviously he got it oh he got his cash that's for sure dollars uh, in the first two years <laughs> next up we've got uh Captain Kirk Kirk Cousins uh, and the Vikings agree on a two-year extension. Uh, obviously, um, pretty successful postseason last year, beating the um, the Saints on uh, in a pretty thrilling uh, overtime game. Uh, so the Vikings want to extend Kirk uh, again two years. Um, it's pretty interesting. You know, I'm not a, the biggest Kirk Cousins fan, but I mean, new play caller again this year. That's like the third new offensive coordinator in four years or something like that. I don't know, I don't know what it is exactly, but I mean, you know, they want to they want to stick with him and, you know, what he does in the, what he did in the postseason last year was just his job. I mean, he got the ball and he won he won a couple uh playoff games. So, you know, not the biggest fan of this move, but uh Vikings are in on him, so that's what they're going to go for. And next in news, we have Austin Hooper going to the Browns on a $23 million guaranteed deal. Um just, again, surrounding Baker with more weapons. The only thing they need to do now is just beef off that line and maybe they go out and win a couple more games than they were supposed to. Yeah, I mean, he's a solid uh, tight end. Uh, obviously a uh, good pass catcher and pretty good run blocker. So I feel like, you know, even though you're not adding anything to the to the O-line, maybe you could, he can help you out in the run game with, uh, with Nick Chubb. And no, we are not avoiding the elephant in the room. Next to news, uh, quarterback Tom Brady has signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we'll get into it a little later on in the show, but I love it. I love it even more that I was right, but I'm, I think it's um, I think it's going to work out, but we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the show. Next up, we've got Phillip Rivers is planning on joining the Colts on a one-year $25 million deal. Uh, this comes, obviously, after Rivers' 16-year career with the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, you know, one-year one, one year deal for him, uh, obviously, well, well-respected veteran in the league, uh, looking to go to a pretty, pretty solid Colts team. You know, good old line, best, best guard in the league easily with Quentin Nelson. So he's gonna have protection. He's got playmakers like uh, T.Y. Hilton and Marlon Mack. Uh, defense, you know, they, they were, uh, they were banged up last year, but you know, Philip Rivers going to this team obviously wants to make a playoff push, and something that he hasn't done is win a championship. So maybe if uh, Frank Wright can, uh, can, you know, improve that defense over there. Uh, maybe they have a chance at that, you know. That might be a little bit of a dark horse in a, in a tough division. Uh, he says sarcastically. Nobody? All right. I, I mean, they got the Titans. 
you know. But I mean, that's a dark horse. I think they they could be a wild card team and they can make a push, especially with a with a with a veteran like Philip Rivers. Texans too. Can't, yeah. Can't rule I mean, well, there. they've won their division the past few years. I yeah, but I mean, when you out. when you trade away the best receiver in the league, I don't I, I don't think you have much of a chance. I understand. Nah, still but they, they still have still a good wide receiver yeah, core too. I don't it's know. like they're left with nothing. Yeah, that's true. But and you got a second round pick still there. And who knows? Maybe David Johnson pops off this year. Like maybe, did. yeah. Like what was that? Two years ago? Two, three years ago? Three years ago. Popped yeah. off? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe go do that. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, next news: We have the Panthers near a Teddy Bridgewater deal. Cam Newton is unhappy about this, as some of you may have seen on Instagram. One of the Panthers, the Panthers posted something like, um, "Cam Newton has been open to yeah, open yeah, trade, yeah. trades or something like yeah, that." Something like that. And um, Cam Newton replied with his uh, hieroglyphics. Yeah, I was just going to ask, can someone explain <laughs> to me how he does this? How I, don't do do I don't know. It probably know. takes him like an hour to say, Yeah, hey, seriously, yeah. How do you do I that? Anyways, he um, he took to the replies, said something along the lines of, um, I didn't want this, you guys forced this, forced this upon me, which I feel for Cam because, you know, you built that franchise up, you went to the Super Bowl with him, and then they're kind of just – cutting you off and starting a new era. So, I mean, I guess I get it for both sides. Yeah. I get how Cam Newton's unhappy, and I get how they want to really start fresh. And starting fresh with Teddy Bridgewater, I believe, is a that's a good move. I don't know if maybe he's a bridge quarterback. Maybe he stays there. Who knows? But I know that they've been looking at Trevor Lawrence next year. Maybe they're looking ahead saying, yeah, Bridgewater can maybe come in here, win us a couple games. It's kind of a safe deal. If he goes in there and plays good, they keep him. If he doesn't, draft a quarterback next Does year. Does this take him out of Jordan Love, though? Possibly, does I, it? I think so. Takes yeah. a lot of it because mm-hmm. they're at saying he, they're saying he want they, he's a guy that needs to sit. He's not a guy that's going to start right. Right. Away. At least, and I think at least you know maybe they don't go quarterback this year. Maybe they right. get some a guy like Trevor Lawrence, who's obviously going to be a number one pick. You know, they just that's really, why you think they're going to be terrible next year. Yeah, I mean they're get, they're getting rid of their entire defense. I mean the Bills just signed half their starters right, and they just released uh, Eric Reed. Right, and that's that's a lot of their defense. So, so they're competing with the Jags right now. Looks that's like what I'm thinking. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> go Jags. Um, <laughs> next in news, uh, the former Eagles safety Malcolm Jenkins is signing with the New Orleans Saints. Um, it's a money thing, right, Julian? That's why they it was kind of a deal right there. Yeah, and what we were talking about off air with Malcolm Jenkins is I see a lot of um. Eagles fans are upset about this, which I, I understand. He's a big leader in the locker room and everything, but he's 33, and he was asking for a good amount of money, which I think it was a smart move by the GM of the Eagles, Howie Roseman, to kind of let him walk. He said in his um, postseason interview that he needs to stop becoming so attached to the veterans that are maybe past their their playing days and just kind of let him walk, and I think this is, this is a sign that he's definitely turned the page on that and letting these vets walk along with Jason Peters. So I think that was a good move, and it's a good pickup by the Saints. It's kind of a win-win for both sides, mm-hmm. but I just don't see the point in paying him that money. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I agree with that. You know, I feel like um, you can't get – it's almost like an emotional thing, especially with fans. Like, obviously, Malcolm Jenkins, maybe in the Super Bowl year and a couple years before that, was a great player. But now that he's getting a little bit older, and, you know, he's not he's not going to play as well as he did before. So I think him going back to New Orleans now, where he started, where he won a Super Bowl, is going to be pretty good for him. You know, uh, you know, obviously as an as the Eagles didn't want to do, they the Saints paid him, right? So, like you said, it's a money thing, and it, you know the Eagles, especially with a veteran leader like uh, Malcolm Jenkins, you really don't want to pay a, a ton of money like that for a guy who's really not going to perform as as well as he used to. Uh, next up, we've got. Drew Brees reaching a two-year deal with the Saints. Uh, obviously, he's been there his entire uh, uh, second half of his career. Uh, very good player there. A uh, little bit of disappointing uh, per- performances in the postseason. Obviously, two years ago against the Rams, where they uh, had that phantom uh, pass interference call call that didn't get uh, called, and then lost in overtime, and then again losing in overtime this year to the Vikings. Uh, but they're gonna bring the they're gonna bring the vet back, uh, most passing yards in NFL regular season history. So uh, obviously, just looking to continue his legacy there in New Orleans. And the last in news, um, kind of in the news on a sour note, uh, Kevin Durant has tested positive for the coronavirus. Um, obviously, not what you want to hear. You don't want to hear anybody here um, be diagnosed with it. But um, you know, to see an icon like that is. 
it's tough. Uh, he was one of the four Brooklyn Nets um, who tested positive, and I, I hope that, you know, with him saying self, you know, he's speaking out and he's saying to people, you want to self-quarantine, you want to, and hopefully with a guy like that, hopefully this younger generation listens to him, and hopefully everyone is taking the right precautions out there and washing their hands, um, social distancing, and, and everything else is hopefully... Hopefully, as a, as a not just a nation, and let's talk a, a little a bit human, now about uh, free agency. We can all, um, you know, move past this. Hopefully, as soon as possible. The ticket sales. I saw a picture yesterday about the ticket sale line online. So that's that's pretty encouraging for Bucks fans. And I feel like they are going to have the best wide receiver core next year because I feel like Antonio Brown's coming along with Tom Brady. That's going to be amazing. Yeah. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Antonio Brown. That might be. That could be one of the greatest wide receiver mm-hmm. trios of all time. Yeah, and where do they pick this year? They're at, they're like middle of the pack. They right? were seven and nine last year, so yeah, they're middle. Yeah, of the pack. so like I think they're at like fourteen. Uh, some something around there. Probably take a they defensive could, guy or an offensive lineman. They could go out and get another receiver, right? We'll see. I mean, see if you falls. so if you have a big guy like Mike Evans and a speed guy like Chris Godwin, and then maybe you get Antonio Brown, and then maybe you get Henry Ruggs, that would be deadly. <laughs> like, how are you going to guard four guys like yeah. on the, on uh, like out of eleven on the same falls field? There, though. Yeah, that's true. Uh, obviously, some really good defensive players. They could tra- uh, go up and get Simmons. They could uh, beef up the uh, the front lines and go get Brown from uh, Auburn. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that they could do at, at uh, that mid round pick. So uh, I'm in, I'm pretty interested. Obviously, that defense is nowhere near championship caliber. Uh, I don't know if they have the money, especially after this Brady deal, to go out and get any big pieces that are still available in free agency. So I don't hate it, but I think it's really only going to be a one one year thing. And uh, you know, there's really no sustainability if especially with Brady, who's going into his 21st season and he's 43 years old. I just don't see it happening. I was really interested in this, and I, and I, I, did, a, I did quite a bit of research on this, and I was looking at you know, some of the, the Bucks' past. So I'm just going to read off a few things. Well, first of all, the Bucks are in a category with the, the Browns and the Jags and the Redskins, and they really shouldn't be. The, the Browns are dysfunctional. Their, their owners are not good. Their, the Redskins, their owner is, he's not good. He tries to manhandle everything. He's not good. The Jags are playing two games in London this year because nobody goes. Tampa Bay, the, the owners, uh, the Glazer family, they spend money. They've had coaches. Um, Gruden, Bruce Arians, Dungy, they've had coaches. Their fa- that stadium packs, packs it in. And they have a smart front office, obviously. They've drafted good players. Mike Evans, Godwin, they've drafted players. Um, they've, I th- a lot of franchises say, we're a quarterback away. I think the Buccaneers are literally that franchise that are a quarterback away. Let me give you some stats here. Since the Bucks became a franchise in 1976, out of all of their quarterbacks, their combined passer rating is a 73. That's last in the NFL. Their completion percentage... 56% less than the NFL of all their quarterbacks. Um, their quarterbacks have thrown 830 touchdowns, 852 interceptions. They're a quarterback away. Can you name one special quarterback that they've had in their history? I mean, one special. If you say Steve Young, I'm going to be mad. He was there no, for no, one no. hour. I was, he was I, there for an hour. Yeah, but, you know, out of college, like, you see Jameis Winston, and, like, he went, he's the youngest player to win the Heisman. Like, you have your eyes on him the whole entire time. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, you know, part of that, him coming right out of college and being the starter was just a little bit too quick. I mean, he, he was a special dude in college. But I feel like he just needed one more year to, like, settle in, and I feel like he was just pushed too quickly to be the starter. And, you know, that's, that's one guy. Like, that's a star guy. But I just feel like he was pushed too quickly, and there was a lot of pressure on him. I feel like Jameis Winston still could work in the NFL. Honestly, I I don't hate him. Like granted, he threw the he went thirty for thirty, mm-hmm. picks in a picks in a touchdowns. But I feel like he can make something out of his career. Like when you he led the league in passing yards, correct? Yep. When you lead the league in passing yards, I feel like you can still make something out of your career. You can mm-hmm. fix those interceptions. I feel like he still has some hope in him. Yeah. Maybe he goes back to the Bucks and sits behind Brady. That'd be great because then I feel like they'd be set for a long time. Well, right now, 
you have to think what teams are looking for a quarterback. Okay, there's a few, but a lot of them we say are tanking for Lawrence and Fields. After that, a lot of teams have their quarterback that they like. So it's it'll be interesting to see if maybe someone retires or maybe he sits behind someone. Um, one more thing here. Last year the Bucks were 7-9. and nine. Six out of their nine losses was by a touchdown or less. So I know their defense isn't special, but they kept them in the game, and that's quarterback play. You should be able to rely on your – they were in it late in the game. Um, and their defense was ranked 15th last year. So it wasn't like they were 28th or 27th. They weren't good, but they were, they were middle of the pack. And um, obviously this is the stat that everyone knows. Last year Winston had 30 picks. Brady's in his last four years had 29. So in almost half a decade, Brady's had, or Winston had more picks in one season than Brady did in almost half a decade. So I believe they're a quarterback away, and I think Brady can be that. Um, another big move uh, that we talked about, let's let's talk about um, the Dolphins a little bit and how they're, they're spending money. Me and Bobby talked about this off-air a little bit. And I think you use the Jets as a comparison, Bobby, yep. um, like with bad contracts. And, you know, obviously we don't know how these contracts will play out. Maybe, you know, all these players, you know, turn special. Maybe they get Tua and, you know, everything goes well. I mean, I don't I don't know. I think it's – I give them credit for at least trying. I mean, yeah. they had all this money. Why not spend it? Yeah, I, I compared them to the Jets because specifically last year, and that was when they were signed, They were shelling out big contracts to good players. Like, don't get me wrong, really, really good players. It's just that – the length of the deal, and then the coach coming in and not even liking that player. I'm specifically talking about Le'Veon Bell. Like, they shell out $60 million to that dude in his deal, and Adam Gase comes in, he's like, I didn't even want him. And then they sign C.J. Mosley to a big deal, and it's like they give out too much money in certain places, and then they had no secondary last year. Like, they'll give all the money to Le'Veon Bell, and nobody's going to block for him. You know what I mean? And I don't feel like that's the situation that the Dolphins are in because they have three first-round picks. They're probably going to go quarterback, line, uh, yeah, O-line, uh, secondary, right? And that's probably, you know, that would be that would be my plan, right? But the thing that the Jets did wrong was that they spent all their money in one place and then were barren in the secondary and on their O-line. And I feel like the Dolphins are in a pretty – better spot than the Jets, but I don't think that they're ready yet. I feel like it's pretty dangerous to build your team in free agency because if you if you strike out, then you're just stuck with no cap and bad players. You're going to have to release some of those guys, and you're pretty much just paying people who don't even play, you any, play with you anymore. It's just kind of – it's definitely a dangerous game to play. It could pan out good for the Dolphins. It it may not, I don't know, but I guess we'll see. But I feel like the way you build your team is through the draft. So absolutely you build through the draft. That's what all all the great GMs say, all the GMs that have had success. I mean, look at teams that have had success. Um, let's go back to the Seahawks where they had success. They built through the draft. The Chiefs, they've built through the draft. Um, I think that you know the Bills are on the rise. They've built through the draft. The Eagles have built through the draft. All these great teams are building through the draft. And just to go to another sport real quick, teams that tried to build through free agency, the New York Mets, awful. doesn't work. You have to draft and develop your guys. A lot of those teams, excluding the Chiefs, obviously, because they have the best quarterback in football right now, they built a lot of their uh, winning cultures through the defense. I hate defense, but and I know as cliche That's the as quarterback and you talking. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. that's true, but, like... As cliche as it is, defense wins championships, and you see that from the Seahawks. You see that from the Niners, who are probably two plays away from a Super Bowl. Uh, you see that from the Buffalo Bills right now, who are poised to make uh, a, a deep playoff push. So, uh, you know, like I said, I don't, I don't care for defense, but you know, that's how that's how games are won in the NFL now. Agreed. All right, so uh, let's go to this real quick. We have a few teams uh, that we have set aside, and we're going to go through their schedule a little bit, and we're just going to talk about, real quick, just wins and losses and where we think they will be on wins and losses. So we're going to start with the Buccaneers. Um, okay, let me just pull it up. You know, anyone who's experienced with this would have had this already pulled up, but, um, you know, we're still rookies, so I guess we're kind of learning <laughs> yeah, here. Not us. Um, okay, here we go. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
So we'll go with their division winners first. So we'll start with we'll go we'll go through their home first. Okay, let's do that. So we'll go with their home uh, opponents first. So let's go with the Panthers. Uh, home game against the Panthers. Uh, I'm gonna go with a win. To the first game of the season. No, no, this is, they don't. I don't think they've even released that yet. Oh, just, they have yeah, their yeah, opponents, yeah, 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 yeah. but not quite yeah. week one, week two. But go, but you think it's a win there, Julian? Yeah. yeah. I don't think that's a one that we need to argue about. Um, home to the Saints. It's a tough one. I'm gonna go with a win, and I'm just gonna say that you know it's it's tough in those divisional game, like uh, in the divisional games because like you really can never guess. So I'm gonna go with a split there. I'm gonna go with a win at home and a, a loss in New Orleans. I agree with that. That's what okay. I was about to say. So let me do a win there for now. Um, next we have a home to the Falcons. Kind of a weird team. Win. I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna go with another split. I think. I have them win both. Okay. Um, home to the Packers. Loss. That's a loss. Yeah. A loss. Yep. Okay. Uh, home to the Vikings. Win. Win. Okay. Home to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. That's a loss. Loss. Pat Mahomes is too good. Home to the Chargers. Win. Win. I have to say a win there because as of right now, they don't have. Right now, Tyrod Taylor's. Yeah, this is as of right now. This, this is, is as of right now. Yeah. Not even thinking about the draft right. or anything like that. This is yeah. right now. Home to the Rams. That's a win. Win. Yeah. And I feel like with a lot of these teams, like mainly because they're at home, like they're, they have a little bit more of an advantage. And I don't know why that is. It just seems like I would pick a team at home more than away. Yeah, but I, honestly, I feel like the Rams might pop off next year. I hope they do. Because I really do. That defense has a lot of names on there and people who produce. And I feel like last year, just even like, even with mixing Jalen Ramsey in there, I feel like their chemistry never really got there. But I feel like maybe an off season of working, little uh, summer training camp. Hopefully, that's still going on. Um, I feel like after that, I feel like they'll really mesh well, and I think they'll go on next season re- reloaded. Uh, the only problem that I have with that franchise right now is that uh, they're really not poised to do anything um, in the draft. Uh, they don't have a first-round pick until the end of time, it feels like. <laughs> I mean, they gave them up for Ramsey, right? And now you got to go out and you got to pay Ramsey. You probably have to pay Todd Gurley if you want to keep him around. And uh, I think Jared Goff can come out of his slump a little bit. I'm not the biggest fan of his, but, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not going to root against him. Uh you know, he had definitely had a sophomore slump, or a, it was a junior slump, really. And, right. uh, and um, you know, hopefully he comes out of that and they're going to be successful. But, you know, for the future, I don't really see them being very poised to win. They have the pieces. Yeah. They have Cooks. They have Woods. They have Cup. They have pieces. Yeah, they just, just put it together. The problem is, too, is that you just got to pay those guys. Right. You got you to you pick and choose. You right. You know what I mean? Right. No, absolutely. Um, n- now we're on. All these games are away. Um, right now you have them at six and two, as of right now. So away to the Panthers. Win. Win. Okay, so you guys have them sweeping the Panthers. I can't disagree there. Um, in New Orleans, you guys had a loss there, loss. correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, in Atlanta. Win. Win. I'm gonna change my answer just because I don't really trust Atlanta's defense right now. More than fair. Um, in Detroit. Win. Oh yeah, it's a win. I was about to say what the hell took you guys so long. <laughs> um, in Chicago, in the Windy City, win, win. Yeah. In Denver, win, win. Took me a little bit, but that's a win. That's that's tough. That's it's a, a, that's a tough place tough to play. Yeah. it's yeah. a tough place to play, but. They're on the up and up too. Yeah, I I do like what the Broncos are doing. Uh, Tom Brady does does not play well there. He, he's the that's the only team that he has a losing record against is the Denver Broncos. He's eight and nine against the Denver Broncos. Is that right? Yep. Do you want to change that? You want to? No. Sti- you I'm gonna, stick, I'm with gonna stick with it just because I don't think the the Broncos are as good as they were you know a couple years ago. They really don't have any mm-hmm. stability. Still have a great defense. They were yeah. fourth last year, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. Okay. It's just their offense. They have they have their woes. 
They do. Drew Locks on the up and up though. Yeah, I, I yeah, like he's him. good. He's gonna be nice. Mm-hmm. I like him. Missouri, correct? Yeah. Yes. Um, in Vegas to play the Raiders. That's a win. Win. Hate saying it. I and saying this. in New York to play the Giants. Win. So as of right now, you guys have the Bucks going thirteen and three. As of right now, I guess yeah. You guys like that? Are you it. confident in that? I like it because I, I, I yeah, I'm pretty confident in it, but I hate it. Proves Bobby wrong. Yeah, well, for now. There's there's a few in there I would change, but I I agree with most. I mean, yeah, I think they'll be good. I don't think they're gonna be seven to nine, eight and eight. I think yeah. they'll have a winning record and make the playoffs. Thirteen and three seems a little strong to me, but mm-hmm. I mean, this is oh, let's make this game let's make this game fun. Yeah. A lot of those league games though, they probably will come out as splits. Yeah, of yeah, course, the division games. Those are right. tough. It doesn't even matter how good one team is or right. other. It's just a league game. You want to win those? Maybe some guys get some extra motivation on a bad team. Maybe let's go to the Patriots. Jarrett Stone is your quarterback, and I would argue they have some of the worst weapons in the NFL. Yes. And they lost Van Noy. They lost – who was the other defensive player they lost? Someone help me out here. They lost another good defensive player. Um, I know Van Noy – didn't another one go to Miami? Nah, I, know that they, no. I know that Miami signed one of their uh, offensive linemen, but I don't think no, it was anybody else. they lost defense. someone else on defense. They got back uh, one of the McCourty twins. Okay. Yeah. Can so we just talk about something before we dive into this? Yeah. So you said that right now their quarterback is Jared Stidham. You know who I I have a hot take. You know who I see going to the Patriots? Cam Newton. Be interesting. Yeah, that would be a be a clash between Belichick and Cam Newton. I feel like those are two completely different personalities. Be yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, he's still got it. Like I mean, I know that we talked about it uh, off air a little bit. Like I mean, he's he still has a chance to be a starter in the league. It's just that, you know, he's been hurt recently, so I don't really know if he's going to be, you know, prepared to get back into the league. But, you know, it's a possibility for sure. I, I, I don't mind that take at all. I'd like to see Cam get back. He's an entertaining player. Yeah. I have to wonder, because are we all in agreement that, that Belichick's the greatest coach of all time? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I have to wonder, him letting, him letting Brady go, him letting Van Noy go, him... I mean, he knows he he's looking at his team. He's looking at the weapons, saying, "Wow, our weapons aren't that good." I have to wonder what he's thinking. What is he is is he gonna pull a? a I don't want to. I mean, I guess I'll say a Golden State and kind of tank for a little bit, get a quarterback. Or what, I don't know. I'm really I'm really interested on in what Belichick saying. Or is he looking at his team and saying, "We could win the AFC still." I'm I'm not. I'm wondering what he's doing. I don't see him tanking. I don't Just either. how he's wired, I, I don't see Bill Belichick tanking. I see him thinking, I don't need Tom Brady. I can do this on the greatest coach of all time. That's what I think he's thinking in his mind is he going with whatever roster and still be successful. But you need a quarterback. That's true, which is why I think Cam Newton will be there. It's interesting. You're not going to win with Jared Stidham. I don't see that happening at all. And now that um, you know they have all those pieces gone, you know, it doesn't have to pay Van Noy, obviously doesn't have to give – Brady that huge contract. Maybe he has something lined up. Maybe he he's got something up his sleeve, like to like go a trade up. at the draft. Maybe, yeah. You know, like you really them. never know. Uh, they're what one one pick above the Bills right now at twenty three. I'm pretty sure that's yeah. what it is. So I mean, anything could happen. You know, maybe he's looking at somebody in free agency that he wants to pick up on defense. I mean, that dude's known for finding studs out of out of nothing, right? So. You know, you you really think you really have to think all of these people that are making moves around him. Maybe he just has one 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 ace up his sleeve that he's not uh, going to use yet. And just piggyback off Bobby, this dude is a stud at finding diamonds in the rough, which is why I feel like they can afford to trade some of those uh, earlier picks and just bank off of their later picks because Bill Belichick has his guys. You see him in the middle of the rain scouting that one Middle Tennessee dude yeah. who wasn't even at the combine. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's his guy. Maybe he sees something in that guy. Right. Maybe he's like, you know what? I don't need these early picks. I don't really see anything in those guys. So maybe he just wants to trade it, get something out of that, and then just draft later. And he's one guy that's going to not necessarily draft players that he wants to use in his system. He's going to create a system around special guys, like people that he's going to find, and he's going to try to create a system around that. And he's known for that. Like That's obviously what he did with Brady. He and... Like, he let Brady and McDaniels basically shape their own offense. And I feel like that he's really good at letting uh, his coaching staff do that and especially, like, building uh, guys like Van Noy into superstars. 
So let's dive into their schedule here. Um, so all, all these games are again home, uh, home to the Buffalo Bills. Loss. Loss. Home to the Jets. Win. Home to the Dolphins. Win. Home to the Broncos. Loss. Home to the Las Vegas Raiders. It's a win. I don't see the Raiders doing much on offense. I mean, that's how the Patriots won a lot of their games this year was from their defense. I mean, they beat the Bills by how much uh, in Buffalo? Seven, right? Mm, yeah. They beat by a touchdown. Tom Brady didn't throw a touchdown that game. No. All of that was from special, special teams. teams yeah, and special defense. teams and defense. So yeah. that's how they're going to win a lot of their games. They really don't even need their offense. So you have a, what did you say against the I'm going to go with a win against the uh, Vegas win. Raiders. I'll go with the win, but I'm not sleeping on the Raiders. Me neither. I like Gruden. Me neither. Uh, I, I like Gruden, too. It's just I don't think that their offense is ready. It's true. Yeah. Um... Home to the Cardinals. That's interesting. Loss. I'm going to go with a loss there. I feel like the Cardinals are going to be nice next year. Mm-hmm. They're going to be real good. Yeah. What's real good? Let's see. They had five 10, wins last year. Yeah. 10, 11, 12 wins. Double yeah, they, their wins. Yeah, they could definitely win their division. I'd, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd like 10 wins. Yeah. I, I think that's appropriate and not too. It's a super competitive division. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the the two big and most competitive right now are the NFC East and NFC West. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's Seahawks, a lot of Rams. Yeah, Cardinals, a lot of questions yeah. with those with those rosters. Um. Next, where were we? That was the Raider, uh, Cardinals. 49ers. home to the 49ers. Loss. Okay. Losing to his his guy that he wanted, Jimmy G. Um, home to the Ravens. Loss. Loss. Big trust. All these are away. Right now you have them at three and five. Uh, in Buffalo. Loss. Loss. I hope so. Um, in New York to play the Jets. Win. Win. In Miami. Loss. Loss. Yep. That's what I was thinking too. Did we split that? Is yes. that a split? Yep. Yeah. As always, it seems like. I'm not even going to ask. In Kansas City. Skip. You already know. In L.A. to play the Chargers in front of four fans. Win. It's interesting, you know, because we don't Everything's really know good what, except their quarterback. Yeah, we don't we really don't know what they're going to do at quarterback. Yeah, I'll flip it. I, I, you know, I got them losing that one. Yeah. Losing to the Chargers. I mean, even with Tyrod. Yeah, honestly. I don't think Tyrod's that bad. Mm-hmm. So you have the Pats, the Pats losing to the Chargers, yep. correct? Okay. Um, in L.A. to play the Rams. Loss. Yeah, that's another interesting one. I think I'm going to go with a loss. In Seattle. Loss. Loss. Tough place to play. Yeah, it is. In Houston to play the Texans. When? when? I think I O'Brien gets outcoached. That was like, Per usual. Dude, are you in my head right now? That was exactly what I was going to say. Per usual. I, that I dude take, sucks. I yeah. hate that guy. So you guys have the Pats plan. going. Yeah, Texans fans hate them too. Yeah. yeah. You Yo, guys have the Pats going five and eleven. That's that's didn't didn't feel like that honestly. Like I felt like worse. Yeah. That'd be insane. Mm-hmm. Would you change your mind about Brady if after he leaves they go five and eleven? Yeah, and if the Buccaneers go thirteen and three, you know what I mean. Imagine that. Yeah. I can't. I can't like. wait. I really hope it happens. So I Dude, I'll you. say I'm so wrong. So I could hear you tell me. I'll say I'm wrong. No, I know. That's that's I why I like I, it. That's why I like I, it. But I don't think I don't. Yeah, think here on TBJ Talk, we don't mind if we're wrong. You know, I heard a great quote about broadcasting, which is obviously what I want to go into. Don't sit on the fence. Go for it. Who cares if you're wrong? And we're not afraid to be wrong. I'm wrong ninety percent of my day. Ninety-eight percent of my day. What am I talking about? I shouldn't even have got out of bed this morning. Right <laughs> when I decided to wake up. I mean, you barely um, do waking up at. No. Yeah, well, I I, I I like to sleep in. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> Um, all right, since we're running a little tight on time, uh, we're going to do two out of these three teams. Do you guys want to do the Dolphins, the Cowboys, or the Cardinals? We'll do two of them. Let's do the Cardinals. Yeah. You guys want to do the Cardinals? Yeah. Okay. So, in the West, the NFC West, Cardinals, again, first ones are all home. The Seahawks. I'm gonna I'm gonna probably go with a split there, especially in a divisional game. So I'm gonna go with a win I at agree. home. 
go split there. Home to the Rams. Win. Yeah, another I split. I call another split, yeah. yeah. Tight division. Home to the Niners. Loss. Loss. Loss there. I don't even know why I'm answering this. Um, home to the Redskins. Win. Not even. It won't even be close. Home to the Eagles. Ooh. I'll let you answer. For speaking right now. As of right now. No draft, no nothing. Currently constituted. We'll do we'll, we'll do this again after the draft. No win. A win for the Cardinals. Yep. I'm a rational fan. Home to the Bills. It's not a tough one. I'll let you answer. That uh that Trey White and D Hop rematch is gonna be interesting yeah. to watch. I hope that's a primetime game. But I feel like there's no second. There's no real secondary anymore in Arizona. Like Pat Pete's pretty old, so I'm gonna go with a loss there. That'll be a good game though. That could be prime time. I hope it's prime time. That would be sick. Home to the Dolphins. Win. Win for the Cardinals. Home to the Lions. Win. Win. A lot quicker. It's a lot quicker this time. As of right now, they're yeah. six and two. Okay. So you guys have a six and two home record for the Cardinals in Seattle. That was our. That's split. a loss. That was, a that was our split. The next one's a loss. Last one's a loss as well. Um, and in then San that Francisco. one's going to be another loss. Okay. So zero and three in the division on the road. Three tough places to play. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, in Dallas. Win. Win. In New York to play the Giants. Win. Win. In New York to play the Jets. Win. Win. In New England. Win. win. Yeah, yeah we said, we said that was a win already. Mm-hmm. And then in Carolina, that was a win, correct? Yep. yep. That was a win. So you guys have the Cardinals going 11-5. and five. Yeah. Seems yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. I that's think that's, actually that's the, one the that most, most I think that's the most realistic one you guys have done. Yeah, that's the one I'm most confident in, too. Yeah. I would say, without even looking at that, I would I would predict ten and six, but eleven and five is good. Yeah. I like that. You guys want to do the Cowboys or the Dolphins? You guys pick. Let's do the Cowboys. Yeah, I agree. Do the Cowboys? Yeah, because a lot of those, like especially the NFC West yep. teams and the other AFC teams, yep, we've gone through those a lot. Okay, so new head coach Mike McCarthy. Let's see what we got here. The Cowboys are home to the Redskins. Win. Okay. Um, home to the Giants. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, home to the Giants. Doesn't really matter. Home Win. to the Giants. Win. Win. Uh, home to the Eagles. That's a split. Split. But you know it's the opposite way. Yeah, it I is. bet you we win in Dallas and they win right, in Philly. Yeah. So I'll just put a loss there. As, As of right now. Year. Yeah, that's how it is pretty much every year, too. Um, 49ers. Loss. Loss. We already you said they had them beating the Cowboys or losing to the Cowboys. Wait, the Cardinals. I'm sorry. Yep. Yes. Losing to the Cardinals. So lose to the Cardinals. Um, home to the Steelers. I'm gonna go Win. with the loss. I'm gonna go with the loss there. I think. You think so? Yeah, you're the tiebreaker. Let me see the tiebreaker, Thomas. Would you have win? I'd win. I'm gonna go with the win. I'm gonna go with the win for the Cowboys against the Steelers. I'm actually willing to make a bet on that. I think. Bet. Yeah. We'll save it. Yeah. We'll save it. That's that's after. That's our after production meeting. We uh-huh. save bets for. Uh-huh. Um, by the way, we uh, support quick gambling. Plug, quick plug. Uh, follow our Twitter at TalkTBJ and our Instagram TBJ Talk. And we also have a Twitter poll up right now, which is how many games will the Buccaneers win with Tom Brady? So vote on our Twitter. I'm actually poll. a little disappointed that there wasn't a um, a 17 to 19 option. You know what I mean? Well, it was for this upcoming well, season. No, no, in the playoffs. Oh, okay. Well, I'm right. just saying. Just saying. Okay. Well, talk right, to let's the, get back talk, to the talk to the person who made the poll. That was me. Okay. Uh, home to Cleveland. Win. Win. Uh, home to Atlanta. Win. Win. That sucks. That's a lot of wins. I know. So I'm taking you guys aren't buying the a Falcons bounce back season. 
No. Mm-hmm. No way. They have no running back either. Yeah. Uh, Redskins, away. When? When? Then you guys have away to the Giants. Win. Win. And then you guys are going to have Split. another win for the Eagles. Yeah. Had that loss yeah, yeah, earlier. Yeah, the lot. Yeah. In Seattle. Loss. Loss. Another tough place to play. In LA to play the Rams. Loss. Yep. In Baltimore. Loss. Loss. In Cincinnati. Win. Win. And then in Minnesota. Loss. Loss. I'm actually kind of interested in that Cincinnati game. Feels like it feels like, especially last year, the Cowboys just lost games that they were supposed to win. So I feel like you know if they if they're going into Cincinnati, it's always tough to play on the road anywhere you go, except maybe in uh, against the Chargers. Yeah, but I mean you know it's tough or to win the in the NFL. Yeah, true. And those Bengal fans will be amped up. Yeah, as long as they get Burrow like they're supposed to. Yeah, they'll be amped up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys have the Cowboys going nine and seven. I would have predicted I mean, before. That's how it I would have predicted the, ten and six, but yeah, that's how it is good. in the NFC. East. Another another yeah. one. I think you guys should be confident in. Yeah, I like that. All right, so let's do this. A lot of talk about Dak Prescott. Do do people like the tag? People are a lot. ESPN is mad. They don't they don't like the tag. They're saying, uh, I saw Stephen A. say Dak should sit out the season. But let's do this. We're gonna talk. We're gonna go through every single NFL team. And we're going to go through their starting quarterback right now. And we're going to say, what, how many of these quarterbacks, if you were starting your franchise today, who would you start your franchise around? We're going to exclude Brady, Breeze, and Rivers only because of their age. Because if you're, I mean, if you're going to say start a franchise, you're not going to start a franchise with a 42-year-old quarterback, even if he is a great player. Let's be fair. The greatest. I didn't want to start the argument. I didn't want to. I didn't want to open it up. I know how <laughs> well, we is. won't open that up. We today. won't open it up. That'll be a, a topic for a different day, Bobby. Or never. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So, quarterbacks that we would take above deck. Let's start in the AFC East. Right now, it's Jared Stidham. Dak Prescott. Dak. I'd take Dak there. Okay. Uh, okay. There's one for Dak. Actually, let me just change those. Uh, next is the Dolphins. Uh, right, now, right now, it's... I'm no, good. no, Dak. Yeah, I'm going to take Dak. Uh, Sam Darnold and the Jets. Dak. Dak. Josh Allen and the Bills. Allen. Dak. Who'd you say, Bob? I said Allen. Dak, as much as I hate him. Dak. I don't want to be the split here because I'm going to be so biased. Yeah, that's true. Hey, be biased. I don't care. Um, no, you know what? As of right now, I will take Dak. As of right now. And also, another thing I should point out, for these young quarterbacks, we're not going to say, but potentially, he, well, I can't even say that because you can argue about that. But I don't know. Do you want to say like, potentially? If, if there's so much of a gap right. where it's like Dak is so much better than he is right now, but he could be right. better. That's kind of tough. Yeah. You don't want to do that because people can argue about potential. Yeah, we're talking about right now. Right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're going on to the AFC North. Lamar Jackson. Lamar. Um, do we, now we have the Bengals next. Do we want to say Joe Burrow? Yeah, I mean he's the number one pick. He's the number one pick. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, but I'm gonna take Dak. You, yeah, you got. Well, you have to take Dak. It's kind of yeah. unfair right now. Yep. Yeah. You don't know. Right. Um, the Steelers. Big Ben. That's kind of another one I shouldn't even have on there. Honestly, it's really Mason Rudolph. I would think. You want to say Rudolph? Yeah, and either way. Who, yeah, whoever it's it is. Dak either way. Dak, so do you yeah. want to mark one down there? Because if it's Big Ben starting, I feel like that's another one, a Breeze Brady. Right, that's true. I'll go. Let's just go with Dak there. Okay. Yeah. Um, Baker. Now this is the one where it's like his potential is so right. high. I say, I mean, it's got to be Dak. Yeah, it, it really yeah, does. Yeah, it has to. Yeah. Um, AFC South, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun. Deshaun. Um, we're, we excluded Rivers, so, I mean, what do, we, do you want to do Brissett for fun? We're on the Colts. Still Dak. Markdown Dak? Yeah, it's still yeah. Dak. Um, Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill. I agree. Gardner Minshew. Dak. Dak. 
That's another team, honestly, that might go for quarterback in the draft. Of course. I mean, wait, this year? Where possibly. are they? Where are they in the draft? They're n- nine, ten, eleven around there. Okay. They're going to be such a. Yeah, it's going to be pretty bad. They're going to be I mean, so bad. You next probably want to get a guy. I mean, at yeah. least like try to. Right. You know. Yeah, we'll get see. Going, yeah, they are so messed up right now. It's not even funny. Um, Drew Locke. And this is another one, like the same <laughs> as Baker. Fun. Same as Baker, where like he has so much right. potential, and it's just it's it's not fair to do that. So like, yeah. you got to go Dak. There. You got to go Dak. But I think Drew Locke will be better, better next year. But but I can't do you that. Can't. Um, right. Chargers with Tyrod, Dak, Dak Prescott. And we are going to do this. We will. Uh, I can't say we'll do it after the draft because I don't know how much difference it'll make. Um, Derek Carr, the Raiders. Dak Prescott. Dak. Uh, Pat Mahomes, not even a question. <laughs> um, <laughs> NFC East, uh, the Redskins and Dwayne Haskins. Dak. Dak. Dak Prescott. Carson Wentz. Uh, next is uh, the Giants and uh, Daniel Jones. Yeah, That's another potential one. one. Uh, Dak. It's Dak. Yeah. Jones, is, he had a pretty good season. Though. Yeah, he'll be good. Um, Carson Wentz. Would you take Dak or Dak around the Cowboys? I'm taking Dak. Uh, yeah, probably Dak. Nah, you know, sleeper pick. I like Dak. You like Dak? Yeah. yeah. We are such idiots. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Aaron, is Aaron in that class yet for age? No. Well, not yet. No, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I'd take Rodgers. He's got six years left on him, at least. Kirk Cousins. Captain Kirk. Oh, jeez. I'm taking Dak here. I, I, yeah, I'll throw my like, two cents start up. A, restart a, a franchise. You they're the same. Dak. Yeah, they're similar players. So you take the younger guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, right now it's Trubis. It's well, yeah, it'd be Trubisky or Foles, right? I mean, they're probably gonna have an open competition there. It's Dak. It's Dak, Dak. either way. Um, uh, Matt Stafford and the Lions. Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford. You'd rather start a franchise with Matt Stafford? Yeah. Yes. I think I think Matt Stafford would be, would be successful anywhere else other than Detroit. He's hated on heavily. Yeah. By his own fans, yeah. even. I respect Matt Stafford a lot. Me too. Because he stuck with it. He, I mean, he could have asked out of there. As soon as Megatron got out of there, that's when I would have dipped, honestly, because there's nothing else after that. Matt Ryan. Dak. Dak Prescott. I think Matt Ryan's kind of a fraud, to be honest. Yeah, he had that MVP season and yeah. fell off. I mean, that's not really all his fault. I mean, the defense sucks now. Panthers, Cam Newton. Well, should we say Cam or Teddy Bridgewater? Teddy Bridgewater, and I'm going to go with a hot take here. I'm going to say Teddy Bridgewater. I will too. Just because like of, of the way that he played for I the like Saints that. this year. Um, we'll, do, we'll do Cam at the end, after all these. Yeah. Um, Drew Brees. Oh, no, Drew Brees is in the other category. Right. My bad. Uh, Brady's Taysom in the Hill. Other. Taysom Hill, you want to do Taysom Hill? Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Um, Russell Wilson. That's Russell obvious. Wilson. Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Goff. Went to a Super Bowl. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Well, is that kind of a potential Don't one? Don't care. No. Kyler. Well, why is that different than the potential ones? I would. You, I, the, I, I, I mean, he's younger, right? And that's right. what you're we talking about. Like, if you know, with Kirk Cousins and Dak, they're pretty much the same player. Not saying that Kyler is the same player. It's just I see a lot more, especially with the weapons. Like, mm-hmm. the ability that he has with his legs is a lot greater than Dak is. And I'm saying if it's like closer, yeah, I feel like you could play the potential game a little bit more because yeah. they're close already. Uh huh. I, I think Kyle is better. And let's do Cam. I think I disagree with both you guys. I think you guys are both going to say Cam. I'm yeah. assuming you said. Yeah, you know, well, I, I think Cam he still either. has the ability to. I feel like you know, he still has a couple years left in him. Yeah, I'm. I would take Dak there, but that's me personally. I would take yeah. the leadership qualities, True. and I would take the career Cam's career quarterback rating at a 59 and or a completion percentage. Of, let me actually look. I actually had that up. You can go ahead, Julian. Cam has to lead him some leadership qualities, too, though. He led a team to a Super Bowl. I yeah. agree. All those guys love him. Like, if you look back, if you guys remember Jonathan Stewart, that guy loves Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. Just posted on his Instagram the other day. Respect everything he's done. 
So well, I feel like that's uh, how a lot of people feel. Right, about and I, I understand that. Uh, Dak, Dak's quarterback rating career. I wish my computer would sometimes cooperate with me. Uh, Dak's, obviously it's a shorter um, time lapse, but uh, Dak's qu- career quarterback rating is a 97. Cam's is an 86. So I, I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a Dak guy over Cam, but that's just me. But let's, well, we'll just leave that one. So right now, let me, um, let me just uh, find out here. So right now, you have Dak Prescott. You have him as the math. Fifteenth best quarterback in the league. Fair. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Cowboys terrible. fans think he's top five, though. Yeah, I mean, you really, you, you can't really. It's not fair. I mean, it's just not. No, oh, I, I like that list a lot. All right, I like, I like that, and I would agree. If and if you would ask me before we did that list, where do you put Pre- Prescott back? Middle of the pack, twelve, fifteen. Yeah, I would put him in that range. Mm-hmm. So I like that a lot. Um, all right, so let's move on to our trivia. Um. Who wants to go first? I'll for go first. Trivia? Yeah, Bobby, I'll go you're first. going first. Yeah, we'll go with the same same rotation here. Uh, it's another football one. Who has the most NFL MVP awards? Regular season MVP, not Super Bowl MVP. Understood. Um. I'll give you hints if you need them. Yeah, you're yeah, going to have to give me some hints here, man. Uh, I've got two of them for you. Hint number one is that he played college ball in the SEC East. It's a little bit That's of a, not going to help me. I'm just going to tell you that right now. It's a now. little bit of a... I mean, if you can see the team that are in there. Yeah, next hint. Uh, my next hint is that he played for two teams in his entire career in the NFL. I'm going to make my terrible guess right now because you guys are going to learn this by now. I'm bad at trivia. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at it, man. Me too. I'm not good at trivia, man. You asked me, like, current trivia, I could be okay, but going in the past, mm-hmm. not that good. I'm going to say Joe Montana. Okay. It's my guess, too. That's a good guess, but... That, that means it's wrong. <laughs> it's the sheriff. Peyton Manning. Really? Ah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Joe Montana went to Notre Dame. That's right. So... Mm, yeah, okay. I forgot about college. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of like took your hint and threw it out the window. I actually forgot <laughs> about your first hint. Julian, makes me next. Yeah, right. you're next, my man. Who was the oldest player to win an NBA MVP at the age of 35? Why do you do this to me? Uh, my immediate thought is number 23. Nope. But do you guys need some hints? Yes. yes. All right. Played for the Lakers and the Jazz. I have a pretty good hint. I mean, pretty not good hint, guess. pretty good guess. Um, do, do you have one more hint or no? This is pretty much going to give away for Bobby probably. He's the number two all-time leading scorer. Uh, oh, that doesn't help me. I'm not yeah. an NBA guy. I already lost my, I already lost my train of thought, I was going to say. Seriously? Yeah. I'm blanking right now. Um, yeah, I can think I'm, of another. I'm, I'm gonna. Mm. I can think of another hint. Okay. Michael Jordan won his last finals against okay, this yeah, guy's nah, team. Yeah, I knew I was right. I, see, yeah. I feel like the dog. That's yeah, not this isn't really fair for you. I know. I know. Um, my immediate thought was. Um, no, that I don't think that's right. I was. I was gonna say. Um, I mean, dude, we won't hold it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was gonna say magic when you first said. Yeah. It. Okay. Yeah, that's a pretty good guess, but it's it's uh, Malone. Yeah, it yep. is. It's Carl Malone. Mm-hmm. Magic never played for the Jets. Never in the world would have gotten that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The only thing that kind of tripped me up was a uh, second leading scorer. I kind of because I thought it was Kareem at first. Mm-mm. Kareem's number one. Yeah. Yeah, Kareem's yeah. number one. Mm-hmm. LeBron will probably surpass Carl Malone soon. Yeah. And if, by the way, a few of our listeners, and you guys know who you are when you're listening, a lot of them have been bashing me on like social media. How do you not get the question? I'm like, I'm not an NBA guy. I'm yeah. not. That's one of the things I think makes this show great is we know what we don't know, and I really don't know the NBA. All right, here we go. Which school has produced the most pro football Hall of Famers? Mm. This is interesting. Um... 
hit. I think the fair way to do this is to do multiple choice. Okay. I think that's the fair way to now, do this. Now, before before you do that, I'm going to, so that I don't see that you're, any, any of your reactions, I'm going to like close my eyes and I'm okay, going to hold something over and my I'm, face. And I'm going to think out loud to Julian. Right away, I think of uh, Notre Dame and Alabama. I was thinking Notre Dame. But maybe a California school like USC. Maybe a Tennessee. Maybe a Penn State. Maybe like a Big Ten team like that. Maybe like Michigan. But I feel like it'll be a little bit more like we'll notice. Maybe, once, once I feel like it'll rather be USC yep. or Notre Dame. That's what I'm thinking too. Those are my top two right now. All right. Times go. Do you want your hints or do you want to decide between those two? Or not your hints. Do you want your multiple choice? Yeah, give me a multiple choice. Okay. Michigan, Notre Dame, Ohio State, USC. See, like, so to make, I'll, I'll, I'll give you your guess first, and then I'll, I'll, I'll probably change my answer because I really have, I'm stuck between two of them. So whatever you say, I'll say the opposite. You're stuck between Notre Dame and USC? Yeah. Me too. Uh-huh. I don't, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. So you can go first. I'll go with, you, with uh, USC here. I'll go Notre Dame then. The correct answer is Notre Dame. Yes. Uh, with, nice one, ready bro. for this, Notre Dame leads the way with 13. USC is second with 12. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Ohio State has 10. And Michigan, I really didn't even think about them. Michigan, Ohio State. Michigan has 9. Yeah. I mean, immediately I thought Notre Dame, USC, Michigan, Alabama. But, uh, yeah, that was a good one. I like that question. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, I'm good, really, I guess I'm good at making them. Yeah, you're, just not really can't college, them. you're not really a college football kind of guy, though. No, I'm not. So, yeah, that's no, a pretty, thank pretty God good question for, for me. Thank God for the internet. Yeah. All right, so let's go to our top five list uh, to wrap up the show here. Uh, today is well-known faces in sports of all time. I'm going to speak. I won't do. I'll do my list last. Um, we'll stick with the same rotation, but... This is the one that I'm not super confident in. It's because I feel like it depends on who you are as a person. Yeah. What sports did you... I don't know. I think it's, it's... I'm not in love with my list, but... Me neither. And it's especially, like, where you are in the world. Because right. I feel like a couple guys on my list aren't necessarily sports that we watch. And I feel like they're just not in the right places. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm not very confident in it, but I don't mind this topic. And I agree with that. And my list doesn't really have... It doesn't have any guys in sports that I don't watch. It's... More of like a just like my list, I yeah. guess. Not really the top five for everyone, but I feel like guys who I don't have on here, I feel like Cristiano Ronaldo should be on there definitely yeah. because I like everybody knows who he is when mm -hmm. you see his face and yeah. definitely over in Europe. Uh -huh. So you want me to start again? Go for it. All right. Bob. So uh, this has been really no specific order. I guess maybe the last couple are gonna be, but I said number five is LeBron. Um, you know, best player in the world right now with KD out. Um, you know, everyone knows, everyone knows who LeBron is. Uh, number four, I, I did have Ronaldo. I did put him in my list just because him and Messi are the two most recognizable faces on the other side of the world. So, uh, and there's a lot more people there. So I have uh, him at number four. I have number three uh, with the late Kobe Bryant. I mean, everybody over in Asia that played basketball had a Kobe jersey. Like, I would see videos of kids just playing street ball, and all of them have a number 24 uh, yellow Laker jersey, so everyone knows who uh, who Kobe was. Number two, I have Tom Brady, easily the most recognizable uh, NFL player, and then number one is Michael Jordan, uh, just because you know he was the best, and uh, everyone knew who MJ was. All right, that brings it to me. So at number five, I have Stephen Curry. Uh, all the little kids want to be him. He revolutionized the game. Once you go into a basketball, once you go into a gym, what's the first thing you do? Two to three. three. Yep. That's because of Curry, I feel mm -hmm. like. Number four, I have Tom Brady. Um, Self-explanatory. GOAT quarterback. Right, Bob? Yep. Yeah. Number three, I got LeBron James. You know, just he's the king. Everyone knows him, especially because he's in L.A. now. So he's just kind of worldwide, too. A lot of fans in China. There's a lot of NBA fans in China. So LeBron's at three. Number two, I have the late Kobe Bryant. Um, we all know after his death that everyone, it really just showed how many people knew and loved Kobe. And I have actually have a little Kobe Bryant story for you guys just to show how well he was known. So my Nana's cousin, this is an old, old lady. And when she was younger, she worked at a bakery in Philly and Kobe Bryant used to come in there like 
every morning, get a bagel or something like that. And she knew who Kobe Bryant was. She's like 80-something now. She knew who Kobe Bryant was. My Nana knew who Kobe Bryant was. So that just shows you how well-known Kobe Bryant is. Right. But not well-known enough to make him number one, which is Michael Jordan, the GOAT. Pretty easily is yeah. number one on most recognizable. Everyone wants to be like Mike. It's a good one. Um, again, I'm not in love with my list, but... And I, you know, it's it was hard because I couldn't decide do I want to do it for what I think the rest of the world thinks or what I think, and I I almost think like I mixed the two, and I don't I'm not in love with it. But number five, I I did have LeBron, uh, just like Bobby. Four, I had a guy um, who if you saw him, oh you're gonna know who he is, Shaq. That's a good one. You really good one. Mm-hmm. You know who he is. Um, number three, I had uh, Brady. Um, I mean, you guys touched on him. He's he's Tom Brady, and greatest he, quarterback of all time, be, right, Tom? It's gonna be weird seeing him in a Bucks uniform the first time. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be interesting. Awesome. I'm gonna be like, with those weird, the weird way they do those numbers on the Bucks uniforms. Yeah. Have you seen that? It's gonna be well. Weird. Apparently, they're getting new, uh, new uniforms in April. So is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. As long as they're not those stupid orange cream supplies. Yeah, ones. we talked about that last. I don't episode. know if they can make them a little modernized. Right, I think that'd enough. be a little bit dope. Yeah, that's enough. We'll You're see. Off. Uh, number two, I had MJ. He's, he's MJ. I mean, what, what more do I have to say? And number one, I have Muhammad Ali. I respect that. I have I Muhammad Ali. Yeah. I mean, not only was this guy a fighter, but he was a, he was an intelligent person. If you read any of the things that he said, it was any of the things that he wrote, anything like that. It was this the things that he did was unbelievable, and I, I give him a lot of props, and he. Um, a lot of his stories, uh, he didn't want to go to Vietnam. I mean, he's more—he was more than just an athlete. He was—he was, he was a, a great person as well. And I—I I remember, I think my most memorable story about him—it was in Houston, maybe. He was going out to throw a, the first pitch at an Astros game, and Jeter like idolized him a lot growing up, and he. And Muhammad Ali came out, and he was like shaking because of you know all the trauma he had being a fighter. And uh, you know, he just if you, if you watch that video, look up Muhammad Ali, Derek Jeter, like first pitch or something, it'll pop up and watch. It's so it's it's so moving, and it's I, I just that's one of my favorite um, things about Muhammad Ali. So, um, any other things you guys want to touch on real quick before we cut it out? I don't think so. Long episode today. Yeah, had a lot to talk about. We Obviously, did. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's a fun one. I like today. I, th- I yeah. thought today was fun, yeah, talking free got, agency. Got a little chippy at times. Well, a couple shots. We, we'll keep that in-house. Yeah. We're going to keep that in-house. Yeah. All right, our thanks to Maddie Seeley, our director of graphic design, Meg Musall, our director of social media, Miss Mahar, our audio supervisor, Thomas Baya, Julian Andriola, and Bobby Atlas saying so long from our Western New York studios, and we hope you tune in next time. Stay safe and have a great rest of your day.